Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 153. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, what's that next great idea you have? It's time to take powerful action, and step one is setting up your website. I've created a seven-minute tutorial that walks you through acquiring your domain for free all the way to your first post. Go to eofirewebsite.com to access this great tutorial, your free domain, and much more. That's eofirewebsite.com. Okay, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Brian Bagnall. Brian, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready to light it up. (laughs) All right, my man. (laughs) Brian is a top expert on happiness. He teaches people how to be happy and financially independent by starting their own business and designing their ideal life. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, Brian, but why don't you take a minute, tell us about yourself. We want to get to know you personally. And then tell us about what you have going on right now with your business. Cool. I, I've just actually transitioned uh, over the past six months into the kind of the self-help, personal development niche. And I, I realized that just everybody is, not everybody, but most people, are, they're just miserable. You walk around, nobody's smiling, nobody's talking to anybody. It's just, you know, it's like we're on autopilot. You know, people go to work, they do the same routine every day. They don't think about what they sh- might be doing here or should be doing here. Um, so I really, I, I, you know, I, I wrote a book and it's coming out in February called The Happiness Bible. And, and I just, I'm so passionate about this. I've, I've been involved in a lot of different businesses and, and you know, made a lot of money. And, and once you kind of get to that point, it, it's, you realize, well, what's next? You know, money is such a small, you know, when you don't have money, money is such a big part of what your goals are. But then when you get it, it's like, yeah, you know, what's next? <laughs> so, and there's a lot more to life than money. <laughs> wow. Well, I can tell this has the makings of a great book for just that specific reason. So, Brian, before we delve more into that, and we're definitely going to because there's a lot that I want to touch upon along all of those lines, we always start off Entrepreneur on Fire with a success quote. It kind of gets that motivational ball rolling. It gets Fire Nation pumped up for this content that you have for us today. So take it away. Favorite success quote is probably, um, but it's by Dan Kennedy, rich people have big libraries and poor people have uh, uh, big TVs. Um, yes. And I think that just, it's it says a lot. Like, you know, it, success, any successful person that you know doesn't sit there and watch four or five hours of TV every day. Um, I, I don't watch any TV. I, I, I don't have cable. Um, you know, once in a while I'll pop on Netflix and I, I'm actually, you know, I'm in the show that got me attacked. I have an addictive personality and I, I know better than to go on Netflix because if I find a show, I'll sit there and watch season after season. But so I, I'm actually not, you know, practicing what I preach right now. But it's, it's always best to just turn the TV off, you know, unless it's some type of educational thing, something that's going to move you forward. That's, you know, time's the most valuable thing we have on this, you know, on this planet. And, you know, I try to invest in things that are going to help me. So if I try to ask myself the question, is this going to help me? Um, and, you know, if it's not, I, I try to stay away from it. <laughs> so, and TV is one of those. Here's a big hint coming from me. 
don't watch even one episode of Homeland because if you have an addictive personality, <laughs> you're done. Forget uh, about well, it. Well, thanks a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> not good. Not good. Now <laughs> I've piqued your interest. Yeah. No, it's a great show. It's actually only on Showtime, so you can get it through Amazon Prime, I think. But I think exactly. you're safe. You're safe with Netflix. I don't think you can access it. Gotcha. Cool. I do have Amazon Prime though, too. So thanks oh, a lot. I'm <laughs> sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, that is obviously a great quote for so many reasons. And I loved what you just pulled out of that, which was the time aspect. Because I hear so many people saying, John, I want to do this and I want to do that, but I just don't have the time. I don't have the time. And what people really need to realize is that everybody on this planet has one thing in common with everybody else, the exact same number of seconds, minutes, and hours in their day. And it's really how they choose to use that time. And some people are using that time to watch three hours of football or basketball every single night, or they're using it to watch their television show and Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, yep. what have you. That's their choice. And if you want to do that, and if that quote unquote makes you happy, then that's what you should do. But you shouldn't be using the excuse that you don't have time in accordance with that as well. So you bring up a good point. It's setting the stage for this interview, which is going to be all about setting up that happiness stage in life. And we're going to transition now into the next topic, which is not really happy, but it's a necessary part to really look at and to delve into as entrepreneurs, and that's failure. Those are challenges and obstacles that we face along our journey, and we've all had them. In fact, as entrepreneurs, we face failure every single day and we should be embracing it because failure is what makes us grow as people and we learn from it and we improve from it. So Brian, take us back to a time when you failed, when you've fallen on your face or when you've just faced this challenge or obstacle that you really had to dig deep to overcome and then share with us how you overcame that. Well, I guess probably the biggest hit to my ego and just, you know, my business doings and, and all that was um, was when I went through bankruptcy at a very young age. I mean, I'm only 31 now, but I think I went through bankruptcy at like 24. You know, I got involved in, in real estate and, you know, just, you know, didn't, you know, I could have prepared a lot better for things, but hey, you know, that's, that's made me the person I am today. But yeah, I mean, going through bankruptcy and another hard thing was was in general is not, was not having support of my family and friends as, you know, I, I was a young entrepreneur. You know, I, I knew sitting in college that I couldn't take orders from anybody else, that I would never be able to have a, a regular job. It just, it wasn't in the cards for me. I, it wouldn't have made me happy. And I, I struggled for, you know, four or five years, maybe six years to get actually a real business, sustainable, working, you know, so all throughout those six years, you know, you hear from your family, why didn't you just do the regular route? Why didn't you, you know, I went to, to uh, college for computer science. Why didn't you go work for Microsoft? That was my mom's big thing. And why didn't you do this? And, and, and then you fall flat on your face and, and go through bankruptcy. And, and, you know, everyone else is telling me, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. And, and, you know, I guess the only thing that kept me going was the fact that um, the pain of having a job and being as miserable as the other people in my life that I saw that had jobs and got you know screwed on their pensions and this they worked to you know 30 40 years for the same company and then they had nothing 
um, to show for it. And I guess the pain of that was greater than the pain of, you know, my family not supporting me and my decisions and the path that I had chosen. And, you know, in the end it worked out, but it was, it was, it was hell for, <laughs> for six, seven years listening to people say all that. Man. You know? And that is the life of an entrepreneur. What would you say, Brian, the biggest lesson was that you pulled out of that experience? You know, I know it's a cliche, you know, but just don't pay attention to what other people are saying, especially people that aren't doing what you want to do, and especially people that aren't happy doing what they want to do. You know, everybody's got an opinion about everything, me included, you know, but if, if you know, I have an opinion about something and, and I'm not doing what you want to do, or I'm not already, I haven't accomplished things that you want to accomplish, don't listen to me. You know, listen to the people that are already in the place that you want to be, or people that, you know, just are, are successful in whatever way, not just in money and whether it be in relationships or life or happiness or whatever it is, you know, search out those people. Don't listen, you know, if you want to be like everybody else, be like, you know, do what they're doing, you know, get the nine to five, you know, um, you know, do the, exactly what they're doing. But if you don't want to do, you know, if, if they're unhappy and the, just don't do what they do, you know, find something else, do something completely opposite. <laughs> so. Great insights, Brian, for obvious reasons. And we're just going to use that to lead into our next topic, which is the other end of the spectrum. You've been very generous. You share with us a tough time in your life when you went bankrupt at a young age, 24 years old. Your family looked to you. They're like, wow, what a loser. He should have just gone to work for Microsoft. He'd be a lot better yeah. off right now. He'd be, you know, he'd have healthcare. He'd have a salary coming in, blah, blah, blah. He'd have what we think he should have. And you resisted. You fought it. You learned a lot from that experience you obviously move forward. So talk to us now because you've alluded to the fact that you have been very successful at some point in your life. So you must have had an aha moment when this light bulb just came on and you said, wow, this is going to work so well because it just fits with me, the person I am, my authentic self. And then share with us how you turned that aha moment, Brian, into success. I tried a lot of different businesses when I was younger. Take us through some of them. Okay, I mean, one was I was selling cigarettes online. Um, you know, I was, I was, uh, had a gift business. There was this from an infomercial that I had bought, you know, thousands of dollars worth of gifts and never even sold one. You know, they were sitting in my garage and, oh. and, um, uh, what else? Um, computer repair. I was in real estate. I was, you know, a couple of those were, you know, somewhat successful and not until I got the marketing piece. You know, I was good at business, but not the market. Once I got the marketing piece, you know, I, I can really, you have a system for making money. But uh, so I was involved in tons of different businesses. And, you know, I got involved in the internet marketing end of things. And, you know, I had this product and how to teach people how to advertise on Facebook. And it was selling okay, but it was none of the, it wasn't these riches that anybody was talking about. It was, you know, something to, you know, pay the bills. And, and that's about it, you know, just for maybe, you know, 40,000, 50,000 a year, something like that. And, um, and I was almost ready to give up. Like I was, I was okay. I, I should say I was ready to give up. But I said to myself, "Look, you know this this funnel is working. So I'm going to email the, you know 15 of the top guys in the internet marketing and say, hey, I got this product that's kind of working. I just 
I don't, I don't have the, you know, the JV support behind it and whatever. So I sent out this, this email that I, you know, maybe probably spent about an hour working on. I just copied and pasted it to these, you know, the 10, 15 top guys in internet marketing and expecting no response. But that was my give up letter. That was like, okay, this is my last ditch effort. I put a lot of, you know, effort into this, never expected to hear from anybody. You know, I'm going to move on and try something else, which I had done so many other times in other businesses, you know, you hit roadblocks and, or things don't go exactly as you want them to go and, and you give up. So I actually heard back from like five of the top guys. You know, I heard back from Joe Vitale from The Secret and Mike Filsame and and Ed Dale and and Telman Knudsen and and somebody else. I can't remember. Uh, Mark Joyner. And you know, they were all interested in doing business. And I happened to get on the phone with Mike Filsame and at two in the morning and and uh, he texted me, he's like, Hey, it's Filsame, are you up? And and I'm like, sure, you know, of course I'm up. I was sleeping, but I'm not gonna say, Oh, you caught me <laughs> sleeping. But um, so we got on the phone, we put together a deal and and, you know, it just, everything's been fireworks since then. But one of the important, most important things I realized at that point is, is I looked at all those businesses that I've given up on and be like, I was ready to give up on this business. And this is the, this was the huge turning point for me of, of my life and of business. And now I know how to make money systematically and put together businesses and, you know, find the need and, and do the research and put together the product. All because I didn't give, I was just on the verge of giving up and something happened to work out. But imagine all those businesses that I was involved in that I just let go. Like, you know, I gave away thousands of dollars of gift products, but I never really even tried. I hit the first roadblock, you know, and I stopped, you know. So it's, it's all about just keep going, just keep going. You know, if you hit a roadblock, just go around it and redirect and, you know, just keep the, the end goal in, in your mind. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to say, you know, but it, it took a lot of years to figure that out. Well, let's continue to delve a little deeper into this. So you get the phone call back from a couple of these top guys. You get an email response. Let's get a little specific here. Detail out exactly what these guys wanted to do with you, with your product, what you ended up doing, and how it worked. Sure. Uh, well, I ended up working up, with, uh, you know, looking up with Phil Same, and he, you know, he's one of the top top guys in internet marketing. So he has access to all these JV. You know, he can really just get a product out there. And, you know, my thinking was, hey, I got the product done. I got the funnel working. It's, it's converting, you know, so some people want this thing. So I just th- thought it needed more support behind it. So, you know, we were going to, you know, launch the product together and split the profits 50-50. And because, and, uh, you know, the hard part is, you know, he's already got the relationships built and, and all that kind of stuff. For, so for him, it's a matter of just sending a couple emails. Um, so it's kind of a no-brainer for him. But, you know, the, creating the product and the funnel and all that stuff is, is some of the big work, but it turns out Mike and I, you know, we, we were going to work together. He introduced me to a lot of people and, and he got busy on other projects and we, we cut ties. But I, I always tell Mike, I'm like, you know, Mike, I, I, you know, he's like, I hope you're not mad at me that I had to cut ties in the project. And cause he was just going through a business restructuring thing. And I'm like, no, because the biggest thing you gave me was confidence, you know, the confidence that I can actually do this. And you know, that I, I can never repay Mike for that. And I'm, you know, kind of eternally in debt for him for that. But you know, the, the people that I, I got to hang around with just cause I got to say, Hey, I'm working on a project with Mike Fulsame and you know, just the, Oh, it, it was, it was unbelievable just to, you know, it was a confidence thing. I think that's what I was lacking, and that's what most people are lacking. It's just the confidence, you know, that you can actually do it. I don't think it's just a positive thinking thing because I've done things in life without was thinking very negatively and trying to prove people wrong. Like I got into real estate because I was trying to prove a friend wrong. You know, he was he was in real estate. He's he 
you know, did some cool things in real estate. He's like, you can do all this different stuff. And to prove him wrong, I got in, involved in real estate and it worked, you know. So it's, it's just a confidence issue for most people. So that's something I don't have anymore. Like, I, I feel that you can make anything work. Yeah, you may run into 100 different roadblocks, but you can make anything work if you try it long, long enough and hard enough. So you had this Facebook product and you were given the confidence because you got a couple positive responses from these big internet marketing guys. Was this the product that just really took off and really took you to the next level or was it something you created post this product? Uh, it was actually this product, you know, I was, you know, Mike and I were working on some, you know, some ways to, to sell the product and, you know, he introduced me to webinars and, you know, it, the project was basically like 90% done. We were going to sell this via automated webinar and, and like I said, he just, you know, he stressed himself too thin and had to cut out a few partners and I was one of them. But, um, so I continued forward with, with the project and webinars is, is one of the most life-changing things in my business. This, this idea that you can automatic, you know, sell on autopilot. It, for me, it's, it's the closest thing that I've ever found to having money show up in your email box every, every day. It's, right. it's, it's really unreal. I mean, it took a, a whole heck of a lot of time to set it up. But really, it's autopilot now. Like once, you know, it took me maybe hundreds, hundreds of hours to get it right the first time. And now I've gone on to create products with people like Matthew Lesko, the free government money guy that jumps around in the question mark suit. And, you know, it's just open up, you know, but I think confidence was, was probably one of the biggest things. It's not like, you know, Mike didn't really give me any new skills, I suppose. It was just the confidence that, hey, he was willing to work with me. He sees potential in this. You know, but did I really need, I, I guess I needed it at the time. But if we think about it, like just because somebody believed in you, it really didn't change your abilities or your capabilities. You know, it just gave you that extra confidence boost, you know. Man, that is just some great stuff, Brian. And I can just tell that you're getting warmed up. You're, you're just moving forward. Your passion is just really resonating through your voice. And it's just going to resonate cool. really well with Fire Nation as well because, I mean, that's what people tune in for. We have over 150,000 unique downloaders every single month in over 100 countries, and these people tune in to listen to people like yourself who just have these passions and have had these successes and are willing to open up and be generous and share with them what they've done, their recipe for success. So. Thank you for doing that, Brian. It's just, it's really great to hear people that have been there and done that like you that are willing to pay it forward and pass it along. And what you're doing with your new rebranding and with your new website and your book coming out is just a really generous feat. So I just want to commend you for what you're doing, the path that you're on. And I think this question is going to be an interesting answer because every entrepreneur answers it differently. But have you had an I've made it moment? I was sitting on the uh, the Marcus Cruise two years ago, and um, it's it's four hundred you know four hundred and fifty of the top marketers. They come from like you know fifteen different countries all around the world, and I was sitting there and I'm I'm like I'm hanging around. I mean this this is what I've achieved my goal, like at least my immediate goal. Of you know I'm hanging around with people like David Fry and Mike Filsame and. And Joel Peterson, like all the top people in the industry, we're just hanging around, you know, talking and we're friends and, and we call to each other to catch up. Like I'm that guy that, you know, a few years ago, I never even, you know, thought it was possible. Like it was a goal, but I never thought, I guess I would get to it. Um, and it's like these people have connections to all, you know, people in all kinds of different industries and niches. And that's part of the thing that made the self-help, you know, go, switching from internet marketing over to self-help so easy is because, 
you know, all, all these people are like, that's so awesome what you're doing. And here, let me hook you up with this person. Let me connect you with this person. And, and it's, it, you know, at that point, I was sitting on that cruise just hanging out with the people that I never thought I'd be hanging out with, rubbing elbows and, and being on their level at the same time, you know. And, and that, for me, was kind of like the aha moment um, that I had made it. Absolutely. And I just love to hear the answers of my interviewees to this question because everybody just looks at this little differently. Some people say, I have, I've made it moments all the time. Some people will say, John, I will never have and I've made a moment because that will denote the end of my journey. And I'm a big believer in the fact that, listen, this is all about the journey. You need to appreciate these milestones that you're reaching on a daily, monthly, yearly level. And it sounds like you're doing that, Brian. Yeah, you know, I kind of I never I guess thought about that, but it is important, you know, because while I was sitting there like I, I was I was at that point for for a bit before that, but I never really realized, hey, this is what I was working for and I've made you know, like, you know, we, we we create these goals, but we don't really give ourselves credit when we actually do make, you know, make it there. Right. You know, because we're so distracted by, oh, gee, what's next? And oh, that's just, you know, I mean, this is three years of my work that I put together and got, you know, that got me to this point. And yeah, we don't congratulate ourselves or take a look at what we've done and congratulate ourselves. And, you know, it's just, we're always, well, what's next? What's next? And that's, that, that's part of the reason why, you know, so many people aren't happy too, is because we're either living in the past or focusing on the future instead of just enjoying the present moment. Well, speaking of the present, Brian, let's bring things to the present. You have some really cool things going on with your rebranding, with your restructuring of your business. So take a couple of minutes Talk to Fire Nation about what is really exciting you about what Brian has going on right now. Well, you know, the interesting thing is that, you know, I, I figured out obviously how to make money, um, but then that becomes less of a deal once you do it. But, and I've always helped people solve problems in my business. You know, I was, you know, computer consulting, so I'd help people solve repair issues and, you know, just technology issues. And I was in real estate, I'd help people solve the problem of having to sell their house or getting people into a house that are credit challenged. Like, we're always solving problems as business owners. But one of the most exciting things, I mean, honestly, about what I'm doing is that it feels so freaking good. Because not only are you, you solving, like, you're really, really, really helping people. Like, you know, people have problems up the wazoo all day long, whether they can't sell their house or this, that, the other thing. And once you help them solve that problem, they got a whole slew of other problems, you know, that, that they need to deal with. So you're really only helping them in such a small way. But what I'm really excited about is that I want to teach people how to not have problems to begin with, just to, to look at them in a different way. And, and that's part of the whole, you know, how to be happy thing is not to view them as problems. It's just, hey, this is, this is life. This is what happens. Things don't go how I expect them to go. Like, you know, I don't control the universe. There's a lot of things that happen to me in daily life that literally I have no control over. So there's no point in being unhappy or upset or viewing it as a problem and, you know, giving up or just being so distressed about it. So, Instead of helping somebody solve the problem of the day, I'm trying to teach people how to solve all their problems in one fell soup or just really just look at them in a different way. So that's what I'm really excited about. That resonates incredibly well with me because the vision and the goal of Entrepreneur on Fire is literally to inspire and motivate millions of people. I mean, that is truly my big, hairy, audacious goal that I have. And I'm working towards that every day. And when I get emails from Fire Nation listeners that say, John, 
I have such a stressful day at work, but knowing that I'm going to be getting into the car and driving half an hour, an hour to work through traffic, being able to listen to Entrepreneur on Fire and hear people like Brian, like Seth Godin, like Barbara Corcoran, like Gary Vaynerchuk, Tim Ferriss, talk about their lives and their journey. It's just something that I just look forward to and it inspires me going to work, coming back from work. It inspires me to go for a jog so I can just hear it some more. And I love hearing that stuff because this is what it is being created for. This is what Entrepreneur on Fire is all about, is inspiring and motivating other people. So I'm on the same page as you, Brian. I just love getting those emails, love hearing the fact that I'm impacting other people's lives. What is your vision for the future of what you have set out for yourself right now? Well, I want to get you know this information out to as many people as possible, you know. Um, you know, and I don't want to be the typical self-help guy, rah, rah, this, that, the other thing. I just, I want to be truthful and honest with people. And, you know, in writing the book, The Happiness Bible, the first 40% of it, honestly, is pretty depressing because I think the first, the first step is to, hey, realize society has programmed you in a certain way to make you average to, you know, make you, to scold you and slap your hand when you step outside that box. And, you know, nobody gives you any support. And, and whether it be school systems or media, like pounding on you, how bad the world is and how horrible this is and that is, and you can never get ahead and all that kind of stuff. But after that, you know, once you realize that, hey, you know, you've been, I, I don't know, manipulated is the right word, but, you know, whatever it is, you've been programmed a certain way and you can accept that and forgive yourself or your parents for assisting with that programming unknowingly. Um, and, and it really gives you a time to heal and to move on and to reprogram yourself with like good positive things and never give up. And you can really have whatever it is you want to have and, and all that. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's my goal is just get this information out to as many people as possible. And, you know, like for me at this point, it's not about the money. I mean, money's great, a great thing. And, you know, it's definitely going to be a part of the business. But, you know, I have, I guess, bigger goals at this point just to really genuinely help people. <laughs> That's great stuff, Brian. And stuff that I could talk about all day. But we're going to have to move forward into the last segment of the show, which is the lightning rounds. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions. And you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Sounds good. Let's have at it. All right. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I guess it was the fact that I, I, you know, it probably goes back to the, you know, not having support from parents or family. But I guess also the other thing is, is I didn't really know any entrepreneurs. Like, you know, I, this was, it was all uncharted territory. It's like everybody knows getting jobs. And, you know, even when I was younger, like, you know, 16, 17, you know, people are working for five fifty an hour, you know, and by the time taxes come out of that, it's $4 an hour. And I'm just like, what are you doing? You know, I was off on the side working for $10 an hour cash. You know? <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, so I, I guess the hardest part was just, it, you know, I didn't see anybody success. So it was just totally unknown, just feeling my way in the dark and hoping for the best. And, you know, but I even told my parents at one point, you know, when I wasn't making any money or was making negative money or whatever, that, you know, I, I would be happier living on the beach and, you know, doing my own thing and then having a job and, you know, having to, you know, go through that misery and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I think maybe my parents got it now, but it's kind of probably easier because, you know, I, I've, I'm doing well now. So it's easier for them to say, oh, well, you know, but, um, so, 
Yeah, I hope I answered your question. Did I answer your question? <laughs> I was you kind of rambling. Truly did. Okay, and it cool. leads right into the next question, which is perfect. Okay. What's the best business advice you've ever received? You know, it was actually recently from uh, I spoke on stage with uh, Damon John from the Shark Tank, and uh, his um, he had a little uh, a little you know uh, a little meeting in the speakers room before the thing. And was that at the, the Dot Com Expo? It was, yeah. Oh, you were there. That's right. I was there. I had the podcasting table. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and I think you mentioned it in the speech too. But it was, it was get the money, and you know, not that it's about it's about, it's about the money. But he's like, never be one or two more steps, or one or two steps away from getting the money. So what that said to me is, you know, there's there's a lot of projects where I spend a year on, you know, trying to get it to work or two years, and you know, and, and you're building this big brand, and it's like. Well, I, I, I'm building this big brand, and you know, but you're not really expecting the money right away. Like I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and he's like, "Well, I, I want to have the site for this and site for this, and you know, I had to have the brand site, and and then the individual twelve individual sites for love and money and this, that, the other thing." I'm like, "But you, you know, you've been working on a product for a year and a half in this niche, and you haven't made anything in this niche yet. Just do something, you know, get get the money, make get something working." You know, help people, and and instead of doing this whole big thing, so that to me was kind of life changing. Is is the whole get the money thing? Um, you know, just just don't don't create these elaborate plans when you're not you don't have a need for them yet, or you're not there. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with Fire Nation? You know, everyone's telling me about Evernote, and I tried to poke around in there and. And it, you know, I just can't. I can't get it for me. For, I'm old school, actually. I have all these whiteboards up all over my office. So whenever I think of anything that I have to do, you know, I have three categories. I do business, uh, personal, and self help. And the self help always has priority. So whenever I I I, I have some free time, I always look to the self help. And then the, the second thing I look to is the business. You know, the stuff I have to do for business in general. And then the third is personal. But for me, I, I love the whiteboard. But there's a cool tool I just ran across. I travel a lot, so I use. I just signed up with the service Virtual Post Off or hang on, Virtual Post Mail, and uh, it's really cool because they you have their you have your mail sent to them, and they scan all of it in, and you just you flip through your mail, you know, just boom, 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 yeah. and it says. And the stuff that you want to have them open, and so they just initially scan the outside of the envelope, and then you say, "I want you to open, open and scan this, open and scan this, delete this, delete this." I mean, so it makes going through your mail a breeze. So you know, I, I tra- I'm only home probably ten days out of a, out of a month, and you know, I pay my bills, and, and I mean, that's just really been. And I also love Odesk. I mean, so Odesk is another. It's an outsourcing site. Um, outsourcing was huge for me. So there, there's there's a couple of resources. But I love whiteboards. I mean, if I, I if I one tool for my business I couldn't give up, it's whiteboards you know if you could recommend a book for fire nation what would it be a book well of course the happiness bible when it comes out in february but (laughs) we will definitely uh, link that up i mean it's hard to say just one to be honest um you know the the book that i you know mark is the beginning of my entrepreneurial entrepreneurial journey and it's kind of cliche is is thinking grow rich um and I mean, but really, just devour everything that you possibly can devour. Um, I think break break all the rules first is another good one. It's about management, but I just love the idea of breaking all the rules because that's how I've lived my life. Is is I I don't really worry about you know rules, and I'm just like you know I'm the guy that's just looking to break rules just to, for the sake of breaking rules. <laughs> so um, I like that book too. So. 
Quick note, Fire Nation, you can get the audio version of this book for free by going to eofirebook.com, a gift from Audible for Entrepreneur on Fire listeners. That's eofirebook.com. So Brian, this is the last question. It's my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, and then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? So I would get out there and just talk to people. And, you know, you know you'd be amazed. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but I find myself talking to people and they, they just spill their, their entire life story to me. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's just always been, you know, they'll tell me about their financial problems or the problems they're having with their family or this, that, the other thing. Um, so I would talk to random people and find out, you know, maybe talk to 75 or 100 random people. It doesn't have to be for long, you know, and you'll, you'll start to get a recurring thing, you know, just like in a niche or whatever, a recurring problem. So I guess I'd start there and then I'd find out where those people hang out. Okay, so what magazines do they read or where they hang out on message boards or there's Facebook groups or this, that, the other thing. And I'd find out, I'd make sure that I could reach them in an economical manner. Um, and at that point, I come up, I love the information business. I mean, that, to me, that's the best, you know, I mean, there's kind of a ceiling as to what you can make with information, but the ceiling is very high. But I mean, just the, the freedom and flexibility and that you don't have to ship things out or receive things. And it's really, you can just do it from anywhere. Um, so I would create an information product that solves that, you know, helps to solve that problem. Um, and, and that's that, I mean, with 500 bucks, I can, I can do a lot with 500 bucks in yeah. terms of, you know, Google AdWords or, you know, Facebook advertising or, you know, um, yeah, I mean, I can go a long way with that. So, um, I mean, the formula is very simple. It's just, you know, I, I heard the formula for a long time, and that's basically the formula. You know, but you really don't believe in the formula until you actually yourself implement the formula and succeed with the formula. So, you know, hopefully, it's you know, I, I hope people do that. Just just get in there, dive in, and fail. Because th there's no successes that just happen. You know, I don't care who, you know, you look at all these people, Bill Gates, it's easy to say, oh, gee, they're, they're different because of this and they're different because of that. They went through tons and thousands and thousands of failures and you need to do that too, you know. Brian, that was actionable advice and you've just given us great actionable advice this entire interview and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then tell us how we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. Sounds good. Um, I guess, you know, the, the best piece of advice is just don't give up. You know, be passionate about, you know, don't just get into something to make money. You know, pick a niche to make money. Be, you have to be really passionate about it. That's why I switched from the Facebook, you know, stuff off to the self-help thing because I really am passionate about the Facebook stuff. It was good money and, you know, it was cool to help people. But, um, you know, so be passionate about something. And never give up, okay? Always have that, that goal in your mind. And, you know, instead of looking just right before you and, and at the potential obstacles and the reasons why you shouldn't, you know, do things or the reasons why you should give up or, or whatever, just always look beyond to the end goal and, and you'll always get there. Um, it just might not be in the way that you expect it to happen or the way you feel it should happen or how quickly you feel it should happen or this, that, the other thing. Um, so I think that's the best piece of advice I can give for people. Um, as far as getting in touch with me, um, you can get in touch with me at my main website, Brian 
uh, B-R-I-A-N dash Bagnall, B-A-G-N-A-L-L.com. There's a cool um, free report that I just put together about a month ago on happiness. Uh, you know, that'll, uh, I think, find happiness in the next 90 days, true and lasting happiness. Um, it's a cool report. It's brief. Uh, it's, it's not salesy or anything like that. It's really good content. Um, so that's where I'd recommend people start. So, Well, we will link that up in the show notes entrepreneuronfire.com slash Brian Bagnall. Brian, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Fire Nation, are you ready for some more incredible audio? Audible is offering Entrepreneur on Fire listeners a free audiobook and 30-day membership. I recommend Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. This is a must-listen for every entrepreneur. This offer is for a limited time, so jump on it at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.